The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Three, two, one... Hello and good Sunday morning. I'm here uh, on the Fantasy Football Happy Hour podcast. I'm Matt and I will be giving you my week six preview. It's hard to believe we're already at week six, but as you might already know, we are on our third consecutive week of London games. There is already a game going on right now as the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans are battling in London. It is currently a 3-3 game. Uh, We will see how that holds up as we go through the rest. But before we dive into week six, the games that are to come, let's take a look back at Thursday Night Football. This week was an AFC West battle as the Denver Broncos went in to play the Kansas City Chiefs. The Broncos came in having lost 15 straight times to the Chiefs. And you know what? They made it 16 straight. That's right, a 19-8 to loss. Denver... Defense played a little bit better. The offense still looking a little lost. They've already moved on from Randy Gregory and Frank Clark. I would expect a lot more moves coming. The Broncos have a couple more games before they have a bye week. Uh, Their last uh, game before the bye is the last game before the trade deadline, um, which, you know, it's possible Jerry Judy moves, Cortland Sutton moves. I doubt anybody's going to make a move for Russell Wilson. Um, but there's been talk of Garrett Bowles, Justin Simmons. We'll have to see what happens. I think the Broncos are really at a point in time now, eight years removed from a Super Bowl, having not been competitive at all that time that they're looking to rebuild. Chiefs, on the other hand, five and one now. Um, you know, after a tough opening night loss to the Lions at home, they have quietly rolled off five in a row. Uh, they're starting to come together and gel offensively. You know, we're seeing a little bit better play out of Kadarius Tony. I really like what we're seeing from Rashi Rice. Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey are great. That defense really coming together. Chris Jones is back. They once again look like the best uh, or one of the best in the AFC. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the AFC championship game. And trust me, that hurts my heart as well as a Broncos fan. But that's just the way it is. Now let's look at some of my other highlighted games for this week six. There are only two teams on a bye this week, so we have a few more games. The morning window, I know what you're going to say. I am highlighting the 1-4 Minnesota Vikings at the 1-4 Chicago Bears. Why is a battle of 1-4 teams getting airtime? Well, you know what? I... I think this one actually is somewhat interesting. Both these teams are kind of at a crossroad. The Vikings, there's been a lot of talk that Kirk Cousins won't waive his no-trade clause. He would have been a popular trade target. Justin Jefferson is gone. There's some talk that he may not return at all this season, depending on how the Vikings are. The Vikings were 13-4 and a year ago. They're already just 1-4 and now. 
And you know what? I think the Chicago Bears have a decent chance of winning this one. It's really been fascinating to see what's happening to the Vikings, but there are a lot of high stakes for both these teams uh, despite their record. The afternoon window game that I'm most excited about, the 4-1 Detroit Lions at the 3-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Both these teams are leading their divisions in the NFC. The Buccaneers coming off of a bye week. Can they get that running game going? We haven't seen it so far. I'm not sure they can, but Baker Mayfield has played pretty well this year. Uh, You know, he's being careful with the ball. He's making the most of a good receiving core that includes Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Fortunately, Evans, who was injured right before the bye, looks like he's going to be on track to be able to play. Meanwhile, the Detroit Lions have just been really uh, great this season. They had one little slip in week two, losing to the Seattle Seahawks. Otherwise, they've won four games. Uh, This is a big test for them against another division leader on the road. Can they make it happen? They will be playing again today without Jameer Gibbs, but David Montgomery's look great. Amon Ross St. Brown due to be back. The Sunday night game features the New York Giants at the Buffalo Bills. The Giants will be playing without Daniel Jones for sure. He's been ruled out. They're also missing three offensive linemen. Evan Neal is questionable with an injury. So too is Darren Waller, who's Dealing with a groin injury, that's not a great thing when you're a receiver. And uh, Saquon Barkley, who's missed the last two games. So it could be a very rough and long night for Tyrod Taylor. The Buffalo Bills lost last week. They lost in week one. In between every game they've won, they've won by a huge margin. This is a beat-up Giants team that hasn't been very good. Unless Buffalo has a serious London hangover, I think this one could be fairly lopsided. This week's Monday night game, though, might be one of the best of the week. The Dallas Cowboys 3-2 at the 2-2 Los Angeles Chargers. The Cowboys coming in off of a rough loss against the San Francisco 49ers. Their offense has been a little bit inconsistent. And you know what? They're facing their old offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, who is the offensive coordinator in Los Angeles for the Chargers. We are getting Austin Eckler back. He's off the injury report. This team coming off a bye week. I expect him and Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert to show out. Can Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and C.D. Lamb do the same? I'm hoping this has plenty of offensive fireworks. This could be one of the more fun games this week. So that's a little bit of a look at the games that I'm highlighting in each of the slots this week. Now let's turn to our sit starts. Sit starts last week. I was one and three in my start recommendations. It was not my best week, but I was four and oh in my sit recommendations, five and three overall. Let's see if I can do better this week. Jumping into the quarterback position, my start is CJ Stroud. You know, it was not an incredible week five, but he is off to a pretty good start. While Anthony Richardson is on IR and Bryce Young continues to struggle, Stroud has been the best of the rookie QBs. He's been a strong performer, and he looks like he could potentially be a rookie of the year candidate. He's currently sitting as QB 14, yet to throw an interception. Uh, They are home this week against the Saints. The Saints have a decent defense, and Tank Dell could miss the game with a concussion, but I still like C.J. Stroud. I am throwing him in there. My sit, uh, uh, my sit earlier this week that I picked was Deshaun Watson. He has now since been ruled out. Uh, I am not wild on uh, Cleveland playing against the. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. So he was already out of my lineup. Uh, I am not thinking it's going to be a great game. Another potential sit for me would be uh, Jared Goff. You know, I love what he's doing for the Lions, but we have seen a big disparity between home Goff and road Goff. I think he'll be fine in a QB2 range, but not in a top 12. 
Uh, for my starts and sits at running back, let's transition. My start is Brees Hall. You know, they said they took the handcuffs off last week, and they clearly meant it. Uh, Brees Hall rushing for 177 yards on 22 carries, got a touchdown. The Jets are facing the Eagles this week. They'll need a stout offensive performance. The Eagles have a tough defense, but they have let teams put up yards and put up performances, and I think the Jets are finally remembering that Brees Hall is the injection of offense they need. They can't put it all on Zach Wilson. I like Brees Hall. Fire him up. Dalvin Cook really seems like nothing but a handcuff. My sit this week, uh, earlier this week when I published my sits on Friday, I went with Miles Sanders. He has been struggling. He has actually been ruled out, but you know what? I'm not down on Chuba Hubbard either. The 0-5 Panthers are heading in to play the 4-1 Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins have been a track meet. I don't think Carolina is really going to have time to sit back and try to run the ball. That offense hasn't been very good. Hubbard, Sanders, they were really close to each other, both in the RB3 range. Every day we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Either of them is a reliable RB to start for me this week. At uh, wide receivers, my start for the week is Puka Nakua. You know, he was thrilling uh, while Cooper Cup was out, and there were a lot of questions. You know, was it a flash in the pan? Could he still produce when Cooper Cup returned? Well, I got a resounding answer of yes in week five. Both Cup and Nakua had solid days. He remains wide receiver three on the season with four out of his five games with at least 20 points, and that includes week four when he was uh, playing or uh, week five when he was playing alongside Cooper Cup. This week they're playing the Cardinals. I'm firing him up. I think Nakua and Cup are going to be a great partnership. My sit, meanwhile, is Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. Once upon a time, he was the man at receiver. He's missed a few years due to injury, but it's been nice to see him as a regular producer. That doesn't mean he's a great top 24 option at receiver. He's had a nice stable floor. He's produced at least nine points each week for PPR, but the problem is he just doesn't have a high ceiling. His high point total is 12. The Saints offense just isn't that robust, and if they're going to go over the top, it's to Chris Olave. He's wide receiver 38 on the season. That makes him a decent deep league flex, but he's not a top 24 candidate. As nice as it's been to see him a regular contributor, he's still kind of a wide receiver four. So he is not a top 24 option for me. Transitioning to tight ends, a man that I do like is Logan Thomas. He has been a solid producer for Washington uh, throughout his career, and that's been the same in 2023. He's actually tight end 11 coming in despite missing Wake for entirely. He's averaging 11.6 points per game when he plays, which has him as tight end six on a points per game basis. The commanders are uh facing uh an Atlanta Falcons team uh who is going to want to be stout at home the commanders will need to put up yards and points and I think Thomas will have a nice day my sit on the other side is David Njoku uh you know it's impressive that he's playing despite what's going on uh with his hands and face the burns if you've seen that on uh on social media 
you know, heading into the season, he seemed like a great option, but it really hasn't played out that way. He's only tight end 24 on the season, averaging just seven points a game. This week, they're facing the 49ers, and P.J. Walker is the quarterback. I am just staying away. So that is a look at my uh, sit and starts for this week. Now uh, we're going to do, as I have been, a uh, look at my picks against the spread. Last week was not my best week. I was 4-10 and 10 against the spread. Uh, did not fare well on um, Thursday night either. I picked Broncos plus 10.5. I thought they'd be able to keep it under 10 points. Boy, was I wrong. They finished by 11. I'm 42 and 37 at this point. So let's take a look at what I have left. I picked the Ravens minus three and a half. They're currently leading 6-3 now in a battle of field goals. Hopefully they can expound on that over the Titans. Uh, on to the other games. I picked the Atlanta Falcons minus two and a half over the Commanders. The Falcons are unbeaten at home with Ritter as a starter. I think that holds true here. I know they've won some games really close, including by one point, but I think they can get a field goal victory against the Commanders here. This is a Commanders offense that just is fresh off of giving up 40 points to the Bears. Speaking of those Bears, I am taking the Bears plus two and a half. I actually picked them to take the outright win over the Minnesota Vikings, so we'll see how that lines up. Interesting matchup, the Seahawks at the Bengals. I took the Seahawks plus three and a half. I think the Bengals will win, but I think this one's going to be decently close. The Seahawks have been competitive. The Bengals have been somewhat uneven, although they look like they are starting to round a little bit more into form, which is encouraging. Next up, San Francisco 49ers at the Cleveland Browns. I took the 49ers minus five and a half. I would have taken them minus five and a half, even if Deshaun Watson was playing. 0-5 Carolina Panthers at the 4-1 Miami Dolphins. I took the Dolphins minus 13.5. The Dolphins have been winning a lot of games big. The Panthers don't look solid offensively or defensively. Next up, a big divisional battle, the Indianapolis Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I took the Jaguars minus 3.5. I think this will be a competitive game, but I think the Jaguars got their mojo back in London. This sweep of the Colts would give them a big edge in the division. No Anthony Richardson today. Next up, the Saints at the Houston Texans. I took the Texans plus one and a half. I also picked them as the outright victors. I know the Saints have a good off, uh, good defense. Their offense has been a little uneven. I really like what the Texans are doing. I think they can get the win at home. Uh, probably the most difficult game for me to pick was the New England Patriots at the Las Vegas Raiders. I know Josh McDaniels is 2-0 against his former mentor. I know the Patriots have looked horrendous, but I took the Patriots plus three and a half. I just feel like they're going to get right in some way. I actually picked them as an outright winner here as well. Detroit Lions at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think this can be a phenomenal matchup. I took the Lions minus three and a half. I just like what the Lions are doing this year. Arizona Cardinals with no uh, James Conner at the Los Angeles Rams. I took the Rams minus six and a half. They're only two and three, but they have played the 49ers, the Eagles, and the Bengals. Those are the teams they have lost to. A tough opening schedule. I like the Rams. I think they're a sneaky team. Next up, Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Jets. I'm taking the Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, I just... You know, they haven't been at their best, but I think they're better than this Jets team, especially since the Jets are missing their top four corners. That is a recipe for disaster for a team that has A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard. They won't even have to run the ball that well if they're able to throw. Sunday night football tonight, the Giants at the Buffalo Bills. I took the Bills minus 14 and a half. When the Bills have won, they have won big, and it looks like this is shaping up to be the same. Monday night football, Cowboys at the Chargers. I took the 
Chargers minus, plus two and a half. I'm actually taking the Chargers for the outright victory as well. I think Kellen Moore is motivated. I think the Chargers have a good offense. Dallas a good team. They'll be a playoff team, I think, in the NFC, but this is a hard schedule. This is a hard matchup. I think they will be more competitive than they were last week, but probably tracking for another loss. So that is a quick look at my games of the week. Now, before we get out of here, I am going to turn it to movie. The only big theatrical release this week was Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, and I'll be honest, I did not go check it out. Uh, I enjoy her music just fine, but a two-hour and 40-minute uh, sitting in the theater watching a filmed concert wasn't really doing it for me. Uh, streaming release this week, The Burial, a courtroom drama based on a true story starring T Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones. It streams on Prime Video today. It had a limited theatrical run that started last week. I actually enjoyed this. I, I thought it was uh, pretty good. Um, you know, courtroom dramas, you basically know how they're going to play out, especially true stories. You can look it up. It really depends on um, the characters and how you invest in the relationship. I liked the characters played by Fox and Tommy Lee Jones and their rapport. I thought that was worth checking out. Probably the big release of the week from Netflix is The Fall of the House of Usher, which is the latest spooky season streaming series uh, from Mike Flanagan. This one based on the story from Edgar Allan Poe. It is an eight-episode series series. You know, we've gotten these a lot the last few years. Some of them are very good. Some of them haven't quite hit for me. Um, I'm enjoying this one. Eric and I will be discussing this and Mike Flanagan's canon tonight on This Week at the Movies. So you can check that out at 7 Eastern time. Uh, we will be doing our stream live. I, I'm enjoying it. If you like Mike Flanagan's stuff, um, this is the right season for that. A fun one to check out. Uh, but that'll do it for this week. Hope you guys have some great luck and enjoy your week six. Good luck out there. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.